Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we glorify you. We enter into your gates this morning with thanksgiving. Oh, into your court with praise. Oh, hallelujah. We welcome you, O God, as you usher us into a brand new day. Take your place. Be glorified. Be magnified. Yahweh be exalted. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. We rejoice in you. We rejoice in you this morning. We celebrate you this morning. Be exalted, be glorified, be magnified. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father. None like you. Hallelujah. Friends, if you are joining us this morning, I want to welcome you to the Porter's Gate online broadcast once again. This is another day heaven has given unto us as great opportunity to continue to undress ourselves as he redresses us as we move further into the new realities of heaven's prophetic intentions for our life. Heaven has been speaking to us, they've been giving us clarity and direction regarding this new day we have been ushered into. We want to understand and live within the context of God's intentions for our life. And this is one of the reasons why ministries like ours is very, very critical and important to what the Spirit of the Lord is doing. We want to bring clarity. We want to bring direction to your life, to your home, to your family, to your, if you will, career ministry. Whatever you're doing, all right, if you connect with us, we want to make sure that at least there is a clarity, there is a, a flowing of the river of God into your space. And we want to believe that that river, amen, is not a polluted water, but is a clean and fresh speakings of God. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed, yes, from the very heart of God. I want to believe that what we are going to be doing this morning, the next few minutes, will bring a, man, a, a flow of the river of God. River speaks of revelation, truth, hallelujah. It speaks of what the Spirit of God will have you have in order for you to be sustained. Just as we all know that water, water sustains us, it keeps us alive. They said, you know, 70% of the body is made of water. So when we speak of water, river, we're speaking, amen, of life. We're speaking of a, a, a refreshing order. Hallelujah. Just quickly want to read what is before, you know, the screen before you. I said, you know, uh, in this new day, we are committed as Potter's Gate to follow the Lord's prophetic direction. 
and staying focused, amen, to the cause. Potter's Gate is dedicated to presenting both the impressions and the expressions of the Father's will to his church, the Ecclesia. We will continue to chart the path that leads us towards the place of fulfilling God's purpose. It's important that we continue to remind ourselves, amen, to, to rehearse who we are, what we are. It's important for me, particularly, you know, as, as one that God has position to lead this cause, to lead the people to the place of heaven's in intention and counsel. So this is very, very critical, all right, that even our prayer sessions must be done in the light, amen, of God's perfect desire and counsel. So we're going to be starting, you know, uh, as something that will take us into uh, uh, the new year 2024 on what we call morning by morning prayer sessions. Of course, this is just another name that we're giving to some some of the things that we've been doing particularly in the area of prayer and intercession so we're gonna be having you know another sessions that will be called prayer you know a morning by morning prayer session and in this session what we desire all right is to be able to lead people into the in, into the throne of God, to be able to pray with them, give them a sense of clarity and direction. And of course, for those who really do not understand what prayer is all about, we want to also guide them because indeed we can learn how to pray. Not everybody know how to pray effectively. They say, teach us how to pray as John taught his disciples. So prayer can be taught and there are various means and ways that heaven has made available for us, amen, to learn how to pray. All right, prayer is important. We cannot talk about, amen, moving towards the days of the end. We cannot talk about, you know, occupy, you know, occupying till Jesus come. If we don't have a prayer life, amen, if we don't have, a, a, you know, a spiritual life that is anchor amen on the on the on the on the reality of praying prayer always draw us to the point and place where we are able to hear where we are able to see where we're able to amen in, interact and respond with heaven's intentions for our life so what we're doing all right i'm sure many of us have noticed that i'm already charting the path for us into moving towards 2024 and of course amen to the seasons ahead that's how we you know we do it particularly in Potter's Gate. We believe, amen, that our duty is to give vision, direction. We're not giving you another vision. No, we're not giving you another vision. But we are giving you, if you will, a sense of direction to know how to journey, to know how to move towards that place, amen, of God's intentions for your life. Alright? So I, I believe in an all-round you know, understanding of the things of God. We cannot be partially blind. We cannot have sight in one area and then in other areas, you know, we are lacking. No, we want to have sight, amen, in every area, amen. We want to be competent, amen, and skillful in our engagement, amen, with the marketplace. But we also want to be people of the spirit, amen. We want to be, we want to be acutely ready and prepared, amen, that while we are walking, amen, in whatever field God has called us, we are open to the frequency of heaven. And we've seen people like that. Is it Joseph? Is it, is it Daniel? Is it Esther? All right. Yeah, uh, 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 there are others like that, amen, who were committed, amen, to, you know, to God's program on earth, yet their life is an open heaven. Hallelujah. Their life is an open heaven. We want to experience open heaven. If you're joining, connecting with us, we want you to experience open heaven. In other words, 
God can be speaking into your life while you're busy coding, while you're busy writing a program, while you're busy, hallelujah, trying to solve a, you know, a mathematical problem, while you're busy, hallelujah, in the laboratory with your physics, you know, whatever, while you're busy driving on the road, amen, whatever you're doing, while you're trying to meet up with that meeting, you are a man and a woman of the spirit. That is what we are looking for. That is the kind of people that can beat the spirit, amen, of Babylon and the spirit of the age. So wherever you are this morning, I want you to join me, hallelujah, as we lay, if you will, another foundation that will lead us into, amen, 2024, particularly in the place of prayer. And we're going to be calling this, amen, morning by morning prayer session. Hallelujah. Yes, you know the scripture, the Bible says, he awakens me morning by morning, awakens my ears to listen. Hallelujah. The sovereign Lord, I love the scripture. I love the scripture. Amen. He said, the sovereign Lord has given to me a well-instructed tongue. You know, your tongue, amen, can set your life on fire and your tongue can give you access. Amen. Your tongue can, in fact, what you say, how you say it, when you say it, can elevate you, immediately elevate you. And you can say things that can destroy lives, destroy people, and, you know, in fact, destroy your own life. So, uh, we, it's important that we understand that what the Spirit of God is saying to us is very important. Relationship, amen, have ended and they are ending because people don't know, amen, uh, how to speak. They don't have what, what is called a well-instructed tongue. If you look at this, you know, scripture from other translation, you know, the Bible talk about, amen, he has given me a well-instructed instructed tongue to know, amen, the word that sustains the weary. But the word is, he has, he has taught me, amen, to know how to communicate like a disciple, you know, like a disciple, like one that is being taught. So God expects us that daily we come to him, amen, as a student that we, we sit, amen, under the tutelage, under the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Yesterday I was sharing something, amen, on, on short, you know, one of those shots, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, videos we do on Facebook. And I was talking about, you know, matter. Jesus said, matter, you, you bother about too many things and they're getting you angry. Amen. They're getting you upset. And you, you wonder why you're getting upset, why you're getting angry, or why you snap at every little thing. Because you're not a person of the Spirit. If you're a person of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will take charge, amen, of even how you speak, of how you communicate. And all of that, amen, begins in the place of having a solid prayer life. Hallelujah. A solid prayer life will regulate your, your character, your attitude, your belief system. Will regulate the way you communicate, the way you interact. Because you see things and see people. You will see the world through the eyes of the Lord. You know why our world today is crumbling? Because we are seeing the world, amen, through our own lens view. We are seeing the world through the lens view, amen, of, of, you know, of the enemy, of, you know, society, of some world culture. You understand? How you see, amen, is shaped by, amen, what you're focusing. So we want to believe God that we will press further more into, amen, the realm of God, the realm of the spirit, more than ever before, as the world gets more materialistic, as the world is drawing us towards the place where we become more fixative, amen, on elements, material things, you know, we want to, amen, deliberately, amen, look onto the directions of the spirit. We don't want to look back. 
Amen. We don't want to turn to some, you know, monuments and pillar of salt. Hallelujah. We want to be a people of the spirit. We want to continue to journey and track the, the voice of God and walk in that straight and, and narrow path. We want to walk in the tightness, amen, of the dealings of God for our day so we can continue to bring, hallelujah, yes, a, a word in season, a word in season to the weary. That's the key. That's the key. If you look at the scripture carefully, you will notice that it speaks into two things, amen. The one that is being trained by God, hallelujah, empowered by God, built by God, sent to the world, hallelujah, to be, a, to be, to be his representative. The Lord, amen, has given to me they can't give you if you just want to spend two, three minutes in the presence of God. They cannot give to you, amen, if you just want to do hit and run. You know what I'm talking about, hit and run prayer. They can't give to you if you are relying, amen, on your on your human, you know, ideas and imagination. They say, lean not onto your own understanding. You have an understanding, but they say, don't lean on it. Lean on unto your own understanding in all your ways. In other words, what you're about to do today, what you're going to be doing this morning. Maybe you're listening to me, you're driving to work. Lean on unto your own ways. Hallelujah. Maybe you're depending on something to happen. Amen. You know, during the course of the day. Don't lean on your own understanding. You know, to lean on your understanding is to lean on your skill. Skill is good. God wants us to be skillful. God wants us to be, amen, to be acute. He wants us to be, you know, empowered. Yes. He said, but don't lean on it. Like I said yesterday, David, God used the skill of David to fight Goliath. But David, amen, will not, will not lean on, on his own skill. Skill, asked, skill is the interface between God and the world. <laughs> I love that. Skill is the interface. What's, what the world sees, what the world knows, what the world wants to hear is skill. Oh, yeah, she's got skill. Oh, he's got skill. But that is just a, a camouflage. God is just using, is a bridge. So if you depend on it, the bridge is going to collapse. It's to give you access. Don't lean on it. Lean on God. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. And to do that, you've got to have a prayer life. Come on. You've got to have a prayer life. For you not to lean on your ability, for you not to lean on your, you know, on your competence, for you not to lean on your, you know, your strength, for you not to lean on your resources, you must be a person of the spirit. There must be something else that you're trusting. Some trust in chariots. Are you seeing those four chariots behind the screen? Yes. Some trust in chariots. These are not chariots amen, designed you know, to be trusted by human, human ability. No, these are chariots coming from heaven. These are the messengers. Hallelujah. These are the messengers God is sending from heaven. The four horsemen. Hallelujah. When we are in their day. We are in the day of the unveilings amen, of prophetic. Amen. Yes, you know, fulfillment. We are seeing prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes. But you have to be in the spirit to see them. You have to be in the spirit. You have to be in the spirit to track the movement of God. You have to be in the spirit to see God walk past. Hallelujah. Your tent, Abraham. If you're not in the spirit, you will not even know that God is passing by your house. <laughs> you wouldn't know that. Amen. Heaven has come down. Amen. To Utenek. Heaven has come down. Hallelujah. To Liberia. Heaven is here. Hallelujah. In Cape Town. You wouldn't know because it's a wind that is passing. When God moves, he moves like a wind. 
But can you track it? Can you see it? Can you feel the wind of God when God moves? Can you differentiate between the move of God and something that sounds like God? Morning by morning, so you don't get tired about this thing. This scripture, God, I've used it, hallelujah, to set my heart on the journey. I've been tracking this scripture for some years now. Morning by morning. You cannot depend on yesterday. You cannot depend on, hallelujah, what God did in your life, what God said to you yesterday. Every day you've got to come in for a fresh one. Hallelujah. Because the devil you are dealing with today, has, you know, uh, you know, is still the same devil of yesterday, but he has changed his tactics. He's changed his strategy. So you've got to be a person of the spirit. You've got to be positioned, amen, on the tower. You've got to be positioned on the ramp, hallelujah. You cannot afford to be shifted from your location, hallelujah. You've got to set your eyes on the Lord. You've got to, you've got to have the eyes like an eagle, hallelujah. You've got to see beyond the realm, above, hallelujah, the sphere. This is how we occupy. This is how we occupy. We've got to occupy the spiritual before we take we take over in the natural realm. Are you listening to me, friends? Are you listening to me, friends? We've got to be amen. People who have learned to occupy hallelujah, their position in the spirit. Amen. Yes. So you've got to create all kinds of imageries, amen, to give you a sense of prophetic direction and the leading of God. Morning by morning, he awakens my ears. Awakening my ears to listen. Listen to this. To listen. He awakens me morning by morning. Awakens my ears to listen like one being instructed, being taught. What is God teaching you this morning? What is God teaching you? You listening to me. What is the, what is the, what is the teaching of God? What is the instructions of God? What is the course they are teaching you? Hallelujah. What lesson are they teaching you today? What is it? What they may be teaching you may be different from mine. Yes, there's a general thing that they're teaching every one of us. There's a general instruction coming from the throne of grace. But what is that particular thing they are teaching you? I mean, God taught me some things yesterday. Wow. That I must never compromise my values. No matter what, if you compromise your values, you're done. You're finished. You're finished. And I've been in a situation where, you know, the enemy wants you to compromise. I said, no, I'm not going to compromise my values. Not for anything. So you stand. You take your stand. You take your stand. Because when every other thing collapses, what remains is you and that value. And if that value, amen, is entrenched in God, you can start anywhere again. Your value, amen, is your wealth. Your value is your wealth because that is what gave God gave to you, amen, to keep you alive and to keep you moving, to keep you going, to keep you on the course, on the path. That when things look narrow, looks difficult, looks challenging, your values will give you a different perspective. Morning by morning awakens me, awakens my ears. No dull, no, no, no dull hearing. The Bible says this well are dull of hearing. They are dull of hearing. Ears they have, but they cannot hear. Oh, Spirit of God, I pray this morning that somebody listening to me this morning, he, he, our ears, he, his or ears will be open. Our ears will be open. Our mind will be open. His mind will be open. Oh God, I pray that there will be an awakening, an opening to your instructions, to your direction. Holy Spirit, we come before you. We trust in you. We lean on you. We wait on you. Yes, we will wait on you. We will wait for you. As for me, I will behold your face in righteousness. 
when I awake, God awaken me, awaken my brethren, awaken us into your prophetic direction for the next year, for the next season. Lord, we do not just depend on some calendar year. We know, oh God, that 2024 is going to be unique. Every year is unique. But Lord, there is one thing that we know that is clear. You are already there. We know your ways. We know your direction. We know your instruction because your spirit leads, lives in us and leads us. To as many that are led by my spirit are the sons of God, said the Lord. So, Father, this morning, we depend on you. We undress ourselves, O God, from the mentality of yesterday. We undress ourselves, O God, from the strength of yesterday. We undress ourselves from, O God, yes, the belief system of yesterday. We ask you to lead us, to teach us, to instruct us, to guide us, O God, so that we will know what to say. We will know what to do, O God. Touch my lips this morning. The Lord has given to me, give me, give them a well instruction instructed a well instructed a well tutored a well built oh god yes so we may know hallelujah so we may know so we may know spirit of the lord so we may know the direction so we may know your leading so we may know your guidance so we may know your voice for this new day give us father give us friends you see there are certain kinds of prayer you pray that touches all other areas of your life. You know, some people, when they listen, they might say, but why is it that you're not praying for this particular need, that particular need, you know, uh, uh, some of us need healing, some of us need, you know, miracles, some of us, yes, I am I'm very aware of all of those things. You see, but God meets our need within the context, amen, of his prophetic intentions for our life. I've said that several times. Maybe you don't, maybe you have not gotten, you, you didn't get it, try to get it. God meets our need within the context, amen, yes, of his investment for your life. So when you find yourself within the, I'm not saying God doesn't meet our needs, generally he does. But if you really want God to meet your need quick and fast, you see, how many times have I fallen sick within, you know, the ministry, within the work that I'm doing? How many times have the enemy attacked me? How many times have I been in need, financial need? But you see, when I go to God, I go to God on the, on the, on the instruction of what the Lord has called me to do. I say, God, the reason why I cannot fall sick, the reason why you will not allow this sickness in my life is because, amen, you've given me an assignment. And if I'm sick, there's no way I can carry out that mission. There's no way I can carry out the mandate. That doesn't mean tomorrow the devil is not going to attack me again. But when I pray like that and I rest in the Lord, you see, then I'm healed. Then I'm healed. The reason why, you see, if we don't understand the objectives of God and why God does things for us, we will live our life, amen, in some idea of entitlement. I'm, a, I'm entitled. No, you're not entitled to. You've got to understand that God supply our needs according to his riches. That riches, amen, are not material things. <laughs> the riches of God are not, they are not naira, they are not dollars, they are not yen, they are not pounds. The riches of God, amen, are the, are the intentions, are the program and his prophetic program for human redemption so when you locate yourself within the atmosphere within the context amen of those things that god wants to dish out that is dishing out amen they supply your need that is what that is what is called seeking first the kingdom of god what if you say seeking first the kingdom what are you seeking are you listening to me 
What are you seeking? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. To seek the kingdom of God is to seek, amen, the desires of God. Is to seek, amen, the longings of God. Is to seek, hallelujah, yes, that which pleases him. It's not about you. There is a, listen to this. I've said this before and I'm, I'm going to say it again. Listen to this. There are two kinds of gospel today on earth that the church is preaching. It's not the devil preaching it. It's the church. There are two kinds of gospel that is being preached. Alright? One one of that gospel, one of, yeah, yes, one, the one side of that gospel is what God can do for man. What God can do for man. What God can do for you. Is a whole philosophy, is a template of thinking, and is a wrong one. What God can do for me. It's a wrong gospel. That's the gospel, amen, that, that is being dished out to society. Is that gospel, all right, that they preach in America? I, and please pardon me if you're from America and you're listening to me. And you're because you see that that nation, you understand, is a nation that's in, that exports values. Anything America exports, export, amen, is bought across the world. So sometimes you've got to deal with the main problem. The reason why today we have men of God in Africa who have become demigods is because they learn these things from the, Amer the American counterparts. When we use the things of God for our own gain, that's one side of the gospel. The other side of the gospel is what God wants to do through you. What God wants to achieve through you. You see, if you understand these simple things, I've just this simple statement I've just made, ah, your entire life will change and accelerate fast. It's not about what you can get from God. What God can do for you. God do it for me. God do a whole ministry, a whole empire has been built on what God can do for you. Is it that God doesn't want to bless you? Of course he wants to bless you. Of course he wants to prosper you. Of course he wants to give you a child. Of course he wants to give you a house. Of course he wants to give you a husband. Of course he wants to give you, you know, all the good things of life. He wants to give amen. I mean, he's your father. But if that becomes, amen, the motivation, if that becomes the foundation of what drives, amen, your orientation of spirituality, ah, you are deceived. You are deceived. Because there will be situation, there will be conditions, amen, where God may not turn up the way you expect, when you are expecting. What are you going to do? There are people telling you, no, it is not the will of God for you to fall sick. But the reality is we do fall sick. For different reasons, we don't know sometimes. Does God want us to be sick? No. But do we fall sick? Of course we do fall sick. Does he heal us? Yes. In his own way, through his own method, at his own time. Maybe you're here, you're listening to me, and you're, you're struggling with sickness because I don't know why I keep coming back to the issue of sickness. Maybe you, you know, you're sick, something is happening in your life, and you've been praying, and the enemy is telling you God is not listening. No, God does listen. But you, you understand, in that process of God, amen, yes, meeting you in that area of need, there are things he also wants you to be awakened into. There are things he wants you to learn. Sometimes God puts us in a tight corner for us to, to see certain things. Whoa! You know, in the past three months, I have seen some things about life, about my life, about my environment that in the past, you know, 30 years, you know, I wouldn't, even if I've seen that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand them. Yes. God puts us sometimes, amen, in crisis to bring Christ out so we can see Christ. Ah, now I understand. 
now it's clear to me okay 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 yes but if you have a wrong view of the of life or a wrong view amen of situation circumstance you see you will be seeking to want to use God to escape you better use God to escape no 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 it's a I'm telling you a whole empire of ministry has been built on this issue of what we can gain from God what we can collect from God what God can do for me Whenever you hear a man of God preaching and all he's talking about is what God can do for you, what you can get, run away, run for your life. Because that person is not giving you, amen, the, the, the accurate kingdom perspective. They say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and the right and his righteousness. And every other thing, that every other thing is not just whatever you want. No, it cannot be whatever you want. It has to be what heaven has ordained and designed your life for because we live our life within the context, amen, of our heavenly vision. Hello? That's one of the things you're learning on our platform here. We live our life within the context of our heavenly vision. Every human being, amen, that is breathing has got a divine assignment. God sent us to this world to fulfill a purpose. Your purpose could be to support somebody. It's a purpose. And it's an heavenly one. And it's something you must appreciate and celebrate. Did you hear what I've just said? You can be a leader supporting a leader. You can be a leader supporting a leader. Don't let the devil tell you that if you're not the one leading, then you are just, you know, you are below. Then you are, you know, you're, 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 you're not, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. No, it's a lie of the devil. God did not make every one of us equal. Our assignments are not equal. Some of us are called to lead. Some of us are called to assist those who are leading. That doesn't make that person lead, lead him better than you. No, no, no. Because without you, that person, amen, will not be able to lead well. Everything is done in the order, in the scale, amen, of, 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 of priority. Even in value, there are, there are scales of preference. Imagine me doing things that, you know, that are, you know, that I need to do, but, you know, it's not expedient. That time I'm doing that thing takes the time that I'm supposed to be doing to advance the things of God. Yes, the devil knows how to steal our time because we don't know, amen, how to live our life within the scale, within the order of the priorities of God for our life. So they keep me busy, amen. I'm busy doing things that are good but are not excellent. Somebody else can be doing that job and do it, do it even better than me while I'm focused doing what I'm doing. So all your life, you're busy running around, but you never step into purpose because you want to be known, because you want to be the head, because you want to be at the forefront, because you want to, you know, micromanage everything. Come on, get a wake-up call, friends. I'm learning, and I want you to learn. My call is to be a prophetic, hallelujah, voice. If I'm going to be a prophetic voice to my generation, I must be on the cutting edge, hallelujah. My, my ears must be, hallelujah, by the, you know, by the breast, by the shoulder, hallelujah, excuse me, but, you know, by the chest of our Lord Jesus Christ. I must know his heartbeat daily because there are people depending on me. Many of you, you tune, you tune to our channel every morning. You want to hear, you want to listen. I cannot just come and be giving you trash and be saying all kinds of, you know, uh, you know, stale bread. <laughs> no, I have to know what the Lord is saying. I have to be in the spirit. But if I'm distracted, how can I do that? If my life, amen, yes, is captured by distraction, I cannot do that. One of the things that Jesus, you know, dealt with early in this ministry is distraction. 
even from people that are supposed to be family. Distraction. Distraction is a killer, is a stealer and a killer of vision. This is why this morning I put this word here. You see, as I woke up, God spoke, spoke to me and I translate those words into the things. I want to see it and I want you to see it. That when you come to Potter's Gate, amen, we are committed, amen, to following the Lord's prophetic instruction. Hallelujah. Staying, at the, staying on course with, amen, regardless of the cost. Every cost has a cost. Oh, Father, we honor you. Potter's Gate is dedicated to preserving both the expression and impressions of God. We will do the we will do the bidding of the Father, regardless of the cost. You have to remind yourself this is this is part of Amen. Recasting the vision in the place of prayer. Oh, hallelujah! So don't let Amen circumstance, you know, you know, steal your time. Don't let people steal your time. There are people who are time wasters. In 2024, I'm not going to allow them in my life. No, I'm cut, cut them off. I realize my time, you see, my time is my value. My value is my time. What I do with my time, amen, defines my destiny, my future. If I'm spending my time, amen, dealing with things <clears throat> that are not leading me in the direction to which God has assigned the vision. Isn't the devil indirectly killing you? There are people when they call you, they just call you for, you know, for things. I'm wondering, stop calling me for things that are not aligning with the will of God. Yes, I want to speak to people. Yes, I want to encourage. But don't call me and begin to tell me things that are not, amen, you know, important. They said, they said the things that are not important, give it. Moses, give it to, you know, people that can handle them. Yes. But you focus on things that are difficult. When you call me, call me because there are important things that you want to talk to me about. Don't call me because you've got access to me and then you can just begin to, you know. Please don't take offense on what I'm saying, but this is very important. All right? This is very, very, very important. You know, one of the things I'm going to be doing, I do that every year. All right? On, on Facebook, I delete people. People that, you know, are connected to us, but are not following us. They, they, what I do, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for 5,000 followers. I want people that are committed, that are in search. So what I do every year, I do that. I delete, I delete, I delete, I delete, I delete. You see, people are so emotionally driven, you know. They emotionally, no, don't be emotionally connected. Be spiritually connected. What are we doing? We're teaching people the pathway of the spirit. We're teaching people the directions of the law. We're teaching people how to walk in the guidance of the spirit. We're teaching people how to become relevant to their day. There's no time. There's no time to waste. I don't know for how long I'm going to leave. You say, ah, man of God, don't say that. Ah, do, I, do you know how long you're going to leave? Vision defines and determines the longevity of your life. Imagine me wasting my time all around, you know, doing things that are no matter. And then, you know, next, next month, God say, okay, you're coming home. I'm dead. Oh, that's when people not be That's when people not realize, oh, that man of God. Oh, that, no, 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 no. I don't live. But see, the day I die, you must celebrate me. You celebrate my life. Because I want to be about my father's business. That's what Jesus, hallelujah, told the mother. Told the mother, don't you know I must be about my father's business? Why are you looking for me? 
Why are you looking for me? Why are you looking for, amen? Yes, you know, the living among the dead. Why are you looking for me? Don't be looking for me among the dead. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? That's what they said. Lebra no no shin. Yes, my dear sister. They gave you vision. They gave you vision to fulfill, amen? The intentions of God. The time they gave you on earth is for the fulfillment. Imagine you've spent, you've already spent, you know, 20 years not understanding the vision. Spent 20 years roaming, roaming, roaming around only for you to discover. And you have a my 50 years to live. <laughs> but you've wasted 20 years doing all kinds of things. That's why I'm, I'm demanding, amen, as we move into, you know, 2024, let everything begin to stream, stream to us, amen, the vision of God for your life, if you know it. If you don't know it, every other thing must stop. Go find out, because listen to this, when you fall down and die, the first thing they were going to ask you, did you fulfill what you were sent to do? Or you're just playing around. <laughs> well, I'll just play. The Bible says, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. What were they doing in the days of Noah? The Bible says they were dining, they were whining, they were marrying, giving themselves to all kinds of things. Here was Noah, hallelujah, focused, busy, amen. His strength, his energy, his time was invested in his vision, in his mandate. Hallelujah. In his mandate, 120 years of commitment to heavenly vision. To heavenly vision. Paul said to King Agrippa, I am not disobedient to the heavenly vision. That's why I'm in chain. That's why they brought me before you. That's why, amen, they took me to Festus. That's why Festus, amen, yes, you know, refer you to me. King Agrippa, I am not disobedient. Hey, friends, sometimes we can be disobedient to the heavenly vision. Because we want to please people. Because we want to do all kinds of, you know, you know, we 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 have been so customized. The system has so customized us that, you know, yeah, we want to please God, but but I will go, but not afar. <laughs> I will go, but not afar. I will follow you, but there's no but. You is either you are committed or you're not committed. He said, I man of God, are we still praying? How do you pray if you don't have a revelation? What defines your prayer? These are the things that pushes people to pray. When you know the mind of God, it steers you on the right path of prayer. You can't be prayed pray, the way you pray yesterday. You pray, hallelujah, based on the instructions of heaven. While they were praying, act 13, while they were praying, their prayer was in alignment with the mind of God. That's why they were able to hear God. Sometimes the prayer you're praying will take you on another direction, another frequency. <laughs> you know, you're praying, but your, your prayer is... Uh, uh, they look and say, no, no, this prayer does not align. What's this person saying? Yeah, because you're praying your emotion. You're praying your fear. You're praying your doubt. You're praying all the things you are seeing around. You're praying, you understand? You know, you're, you're, all the, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? You're not praying in line with... You know why you're praying something that deals with the burden of God for your life. You don't look at time. You don't even feel it. You just know that you're you're making impact. It's like you feel that you're going deeper. Yes. You know the kind of prayer you pray. You know you're going deeper. The deep is calling to the deep. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your resource. Listen, you're beautiful. One day, that beauty is going to age. You're going to age. 
there's going to be wrinkles. Women, sisters, listen to me. This is not a time to waste. They say, know the Lord your God in the days of your youth, in the days that you are the most beautiful person. Use that to attract people into the kingdom. Say, well, I'm still young. This is not the time to start serving God. Hey, you missed it. Big time. Want to use your, your day to be showing your body, to be showing your... No, who are you doing that for? The devil will sit on your head and will destroy your life and destroy everything that, that deals with, you know, your destiny. Go ask Esther. She was the most beautiful person. Her beauty was used, amen, to save a generation. Joseph of Aramathias was a rich man. They used his wealth, hallelujah, to buy the tomb that will house our Lord Jesus for three days. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Joseph of Aramathias, he was an influential, wealthy man. He had the audacity to say, give me the body of this Jesus. Speak to me, Lord. Don't tell me you, you're wealthy, you're beautiful, and, you, and the devil is, is, is sitting on your head in the name of, well, I'm beautiful, I'm, I'm so highly positioned. No, use your influence to... They use the influence of, of you know, of, of Paul to reach people in the house of Caesar. He said, greet people in the house of Caesar. Have you read that before in the Bible? Greet the people in the house of Caesar. We have to understand the various aspects and the directions and the instructions of God. When they give you money, the first thing you must ask God, what is the, what is the purpose of this money? Particularly in this season. Don't be thinking of the gift. You buy gifts for people that don't even appreciate you. They don't even know you. You just want to make a statement. No, no, no. Stop it. Let God instruct you. In fact, I came for us to pray. But you see how God is instructing us. The days are too short for us to be playing around. Look at many lives. You could have, you could have, you could have been part of those people who are dead. I could have been among those who are, who are dead. You could be part of those right now who have been bombed down in Gaza or maybe in Israel. Come on. Where God places you is not just a safe place. You are only safe in God. We are only safe within, hallelujah, the ambience of our calling and mission. So don't look at things and say, oh, well, they are there, I'm here. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. Come on, get an elevated sight. Come up higher, let me show you. There are things happening, amen, before your eyes that you cannot see. You've got to ask the Lord, open my eyes. Burden me, oh God, with the passion of your demand for this new day. Help me, awaken my prophetic sight. Help me to see, help me to be part, oh God, of the living, not, not the dead. What are you looking for? The living among the dead. Let the dead bury their dead, Jesus said. You follow me. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? What a word this morning, friends. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? There are dead people walking the street. Dead people going to work every day. They are dead. Why are they dead? They have no vision. They have no sense. They have no reason for living. They're only living to survive. When you take the, the, the mask off their face, they are dead. Only the oxygen keeping them alive is not the vision. Some people can't wait for 25th. 
you know for you know for their for their salary it's like they've got to bring the last breath come on get a life god gave you something hallelujah a resource to resource people around you when you begin to live in the dimension that god has ordained for you god will deploy people help will come resources will come to you that you are able to reach out to others let the dead bury their dead yes we're getting insight he said why are you looking for me why are you looking for the dead among the living <laughs> let the dead go bury their dead We've used all kinds of religion and tradition to try to explain. God, God is giving us interpretation. To be dead means to have no sense of life, to have no sense of purpose, to have no sense of existence. Katayada, you are dead. Dead cops walking the streets. Dead cop driving limousine. Dead cop driving, you know, in, in, in jet planes flying around. Dead cops. Lebrano. We are, we are of the living. Didn't Jesus breathe on us? Live, he said. In the beginning, when he formed man, what did he do? He breathed unto man the breath of life. Life gives you vision. Satan came into the garden. Hallelujah. Took the life of Adam. While he was still breathing, they took his life. <laughs> they took his essence. They took, they took his manhood. They took his vision. The plug of the eyes, God of, of Samson. Shalalamu. God Almighty, speak to me. Speak to me, Lord. Friends, I know you're hearing this, but I know God is also speaking to me. Hallelujah. Samson's eye was plugged off. Plugged off. Those guys, those, those, those Philistines, they were mean. They said, what is the most important thing in the life of Samson? They knew it's not his hair. They knew it was not the, the, the hair of Samson. No, no, they knew it. They say it's his eyesight. Plug it off. Galabo, is somebody listening? Is somebody listening this morning? Are you listening? Samson's eye was plugged off. The man lank and powerful. They say, take his eyes, take his vision. When they take your vision, you can't see God and you cannot see the direction to life. This is how we pray, friends. We pray with the instructions and the directions of God for our life. Take his eyes from him. When they took his eyes, what happened? He became, hallelujah, yes, a slave used to grind meal. Samson, a judge in Israel, became, yes, a meal grinder. God. God, I know you're speaking to me and you're speaking to your church. God, may I not miss what you're saying this morning. May I not miss this now word, oh God. Friends, the enemy is doing everything to take our vision, to plug our eyes. Fight to maintain the vision. Fight to fight, fight the devil to maintain the course and the direction. Bible says Jesus set his eyes like a fleet. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. The cross is painful. The cross is painful. But because of the joy, you see, when you can't see the joy of tomorrow, you will sacrifice today. When you cannot see 
when you cannot see the joy of tomorrow you will give you will just give today you will give it to the devil take it because you're tired but for the joy that was said before he, he endure a generation that must endure must emerge as we move further into a new day every aspect of our life must work in the narrowness and the tightness hallelujah of kingdom advancement we must be a generation opening hallelujah the gates and the doorway amen for nations to come in lift up your heads O ye gates Asian does be lifted up God wants to come in who would take me into the strong city not blind people not deaf people not people that amen the enemy has plugged off their sight God said I want to enter I want to go into a city lead me there a body of prepared for me and we can't lead him because we are blind we can't even hear morning by morning he awakens me awakens my ears to listen like one that is being taught how can we be awakened when we are already dead morning by morning the Lord awakens our ears to listen like a disciple being taught what are they teaching you today what are they teaching the body what are they teaching your community what are they teaching your household what are they teaching us as men what are they teaching the women what song are they calling us to sing in this new day what kind of dancing are they calling us to dance what is the bell hallelujah that we're hearing in the spirit Father, we hear you. We hear your voice. We listen to your instructions and direction. Wherever you are, God wants to use you to shift an atmosphere, to reorder the values and the culture that has brought shame, not just to the church, but to the nations. It's time to stand at the precipice of time and declare and decree and execute the judgment of God that is written. Arise, O thou who sleeps. Awake, awake, put on strength, O daughter of Zion. As you get ready to go out this morning, be dressed ready for business. Be dressed ready, hallelujah. They say, dress yourself ready. Let your mind be aligned, hallelujah, with that of Christ. So that when you go out, out there, as you go out there, hallelujah, you fulfill the intentions of God. No sorrow, no pain, no disappointment, no depression. Refuse it. All things are working together for the good of them who love the Lord. Let your heart be filled with agape. Let agape culture you again. Let the love of God be rooted deep within the heart, within your heart. Let your let the love of God be rooted deep within the, your heart. Come on, draw from the well of the spirit. Let your root go deep. Don't let people, amen, be seeking for fruit when it's not time for fruit. Continue to earlier to to go deeper. Continue to take root. Continue to take root. Listen. People who don't mind you today, people who don't see you today, the day you begin to bear fruit, they will be the first to celebrate you. <laughs> when Elizabeth gave birth, they rejoiced. The same people who cursed him, 
the same people, hallelujah, who called her names, the same people who called, you know, Elizabeth names, who said, look at this barren, barren church, barren women, all their life, they, they've not grown beyond, you know, 50, they've not grown beyond, you know, 30, then they, they say God called them, you know, you know, they don't know you are taking root, you are taking root, you are taking root, friends, don't be pressured, katayando baha. Don't let your family put you under pressure. Well, it's, it's December. December is coming. You know, not too long ago, my kids came. You know, they said, Daddy, you know, uh, 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 you know, Christmas is coming. I said, we don't do Christmas. Uh, uh, gift. I said, no, you know, I buy you guys gift. I, I buy you more than what is gift. You didn't tell me before I bought this for you. You didn't tell me before I bought that for you. But you're not going to put me under a pressure. Christmas is coming. No, we don't do that. You can do whatever you want to do, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put under pressure. Don't let. Don't let society. Society will put pressure on your family. The family will put pressure on you. <laughs> By January, everybody's looking, looking at the ceiling. No, we are wise. We are the wise people. We are the wise men. If God put money in your hand, this is the time. I'm not saying don't, don't, don't. You know, don't spoil your family. That's not what I'm saying. But don't be foolish. Is a foolish amen that can that cannot project into the future. So that when there's a delay, hallelujah, everybody's oil has run dry, including your own. You are prophesying. You will say, no, 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 no. Not foolish. Come on. You must you must have what it takes. You must have the spirit of Joseph. The capacity to store for the rainy day. The capacity to store for the days of famine. It's coming. Famine is coming. Famine is upon us. Famine is upon the nations. Famine is upon the nations. When famine is coming, that's when you bring out. That's what Joseph taught them in Egypt. Joseph taught them how to live, how to survive. Hallelujah. Yes. Don't be driven by society. Don't be driven by the spirit of the age. Yeah. Love people, exchange pleasantry, but don't be captured in the spirit of Christmas. Which Christmas? Which Christ are they? Are they Christmasing? Come on! I told my children, this is what they call capitalism. This is what they call, you know, the power of trade. The, there was a time. They, have you noticed about three, four, maybe five years ago? There was a system in America that wanted to kill Christmas. Then Donald Trump came and revived it. And suddenly everybody now wants to, you know, celebrate Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. The spirit of commerce again, you know. Yes. <laughs> those crazy, you know, you know, left with all those funny, you know, uh, you know, culture, work culture. They were fighting everything called Christian and Christmas. Only for them to realize, wait a minute. I think we're shooting ourselves on the foot here. But Christmas is about making money. So we, we can't fight it. Can you see now? They've left it. They're promoting Christmas. <laughs> you think it's about some spiritual thing? No! It's about commerce. And you also, you're dancing around. You're running to the shop. And they'll tell you it's Black Friday. Buy, buy. You buy and buy until you buy yourself into debt. Awake, awake. Awake, my brother. Awake, my sister. kingdom tells us that when when they're going left you go right when they now decide to go right you go left 
We're not of them being led on to perdition. No, we're not of them who, who, who have been captured. We are not of the night people. We are people of the day. God is looking for a new, a new cream, a new, a new order of men and women who understand the ways of Zion. Jeremiah told us, seek, search for the ancient path. Ask men who understand the ancient path. Amen. Look for it and walk in it so you may find rest for your soul. What path are you walking? What a word this morning, friends. As we engage God in the place of prayer, they plug the eyes of, of, of Samson. When you plug the eyes, you, I mean, Samson became a, what, a liability. He, he would, he, he, if, did you see what he said? He had to ask somebody. He said, lead me to the two pillars. When your vision is gone, there is no mobility. You, you will be depending on people. He said, please, can you just help me? Put, put my hand between the two pillars. Somebody had to help him to bring destruction. Because his sight is gone. I'm telling you, many of us, many, many churches, many businesses, many homes have lost sight. They've lost sight. And I'm not even going to be start going into why Samson lost sight. You know, you know that. You've read the Bible. You know. Some of you even know better than me. <laughs> I'm just this crazy prophet crying. Just a voice of one crying. Say, so what shall I, what shall I cry? Cry this. This I'm just crying what the Lord Hallelujah is revealing this morning. Some of you better out there listening to me. You know better than me. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but I'm just saying I'm the voice of one. I just want somebody this morning to be awakened to the directions of God, to the leadership of the Spirit, to the instructions of God, so that, hallelujah, we are not captured. We are not, amen, yes, captured by the enemy. I want your life, amen, to reflect the intentions of God. I want you to know that this day God has set it aside so you can, hallelujah, transverse the path and walk, hallelujah, in the straight and the narrow path. That's what I'm talking about. Hear the voice of God. Know the mind of God. Know the will of God. And live by the values of his kingdom. Father, we thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Occupy. Occupy. Occupy your space. Hopefully next week we'll begin to talk about the various dimensions or principles to occupying. What are the things we are called to occupy? How do we occupy? They say occupy till I come. How do we develop amen? A longevity of vision. So that five years time. When amen, people are still advancing the intention of God. We won't be looking for you and say, hey, where's that brother? Like I said, there were people that I I mean I used to track. Five years ago, there were people when I came to South Africa that I could, you know, anytime call them. You know, they could call me. Today, they are nowhere to be found again. You know what? Yeah. Because challenges of life, all kinds of things. Some of them think they've, they've grown bigger than me, better than me. Now they have this. They are. 
alright, it's fine. Till Jesus come, if we're tracking together, I want to see you on the radar. You must, amen, also be tracking me within the radar. If you can't find me on the radar, you should give me a call and say, Hey, Isaiah, what's going on? I'm not tracking you on the radar. There is a frequency that we should be, hallelujah, attaining. And anything that can jam our frequency, we want to get rid of those things. We want to throw, amen, those things away. Wait and sin, the Bible called them. They will jam your frequency. They can't track you on the radar. You've gone with the Joneses. You also want to be among them. You've left the path. You've left the Asian path. Your life is not pursuing things that are designed by blind leaders. Bible says, let the blind lead the blind, but we fall into the ditch. Jesus said. Is your vision this morning calibrated? Is your sword, hallelujah, this morning, you know, sharpened? Iron sharpens iron. Like the countenance of friends sharpen each other's. Iron sharpen iron. If the iron be, be blunt, it requires much energy. May we not be blunt in this new day, but may we be sharp. May our sword be sharp. May our cutting edge be sharp. May we be sharp in the things of the Spirit. Once the Lord spoke, twice have I heard, David said. That's what it means to be sharp. That before they call our Isaiah, you respond, yes sir. Not perverting the way and the order of God and his kingdom. Living a life that honor God in every direction. Living a life that honor God in every instruction. Live your life to honor him. Don't live your life like the fools. It is the fool that says in their heart that there is no God. You know what that means? We will not listen to God. We will not follow his instruction. We will not abide by his rule. We will allow the opinions of men, the traditions of men to carry the day, to define how we're going to live. We're going to live our life by the you know, by the by the customs of the day, by the traditions of the day, that is what is called a fool. A fool says in his heart, "There is no God." If if there's God in your life, we should see it through your values. We should see that fruit through, amen. Your preferences, your life should be, amen, reflecting the light, such that sheep that are coming are giving guidance. Hallelujah. You are a light set on the hill. A house light set on the hill that cannot be hidden. I pray that you'll be refreshed. I pray that you'll be renewed. I pray that your vision will be restored. Just as the Lord restored the vision. Hallelujah. Of Samson. Come on. I pray that your vision will be restored. I pray that your strength will be restored. I pray that your life will become a reflection of the glory of God. Father, we honor your name. Oh, we appreciate you this morning. Continue to lead us in the straight and the narrow path. May you be glorified. May my brothers and my sister continue to journey 
continue to travel, travel light. May they lay down the burdens, the weights that will hinder them, Lord. Everything that could be a burden to us on the journey, may we lay them down at the foot of the cross as we travel light with you. Oh, like Isaac, we follow the voice of Abraham, our father. We come to the place, oh God, yes, of sacrifice. We lay down, we present our lives to you and all that we represent as a living sacrifice. Yes, Father, holy and acceptable, pleasing unto you. This is our desire. This is our course. This is our path. We choose the path of your kingdom. We choose the path of light. We choose the path of light. Christ Jesus, our high priest, is the light. We follow him. Our, our, our hope, yes, is anchored in his love. Thank you this morning that we are instructed by agape. Our life, oh God, will bring pleasure and glory unto you. We will be a reflection, yes, attracting people to your kingdom. This day we declare that no weapon of the enemy formed or fashioned against us will prosper. Spirit of the living God, lead us. Continue to lead us further, yonder. May we continue to advance as the path of the righteous that continue to shine forth brighter and brighter unto, yes, that noonday, that perfect day, that, that 12 noon light, oh God. Yes, Father, we thank you that we will not walk in the crooked path. We will not follow the wicked. We will not join allegiance with the wicked. We declare this day that we are free from every curse. We are free, oh God, from every shackle. We are free from every imprisonment except the one that you have called us into. So we thank you because in there we'll find peace. In there we'll find rest. In there we'll find joy. In there we'll be able to lead people to unto you, oh God. We thank you. Oh, be glorified, Father. Be exalted in our life. May you continue to take the leading and the leadership of our life we proclaim and we declare Yahweh you are our king you are our God the nations will come to you the nations will serve you nations will proclaim your your kingdom your lordship oh God upon this place oh God they will offer unto you a fat rams oh God of sacrifice thank you spirit of the Lord that you will continue yes to find the people in the earth who will serve you who will do your bidding the seed oh God of your prophetic intention will continue to increase and grow no one, no one among us, oh God, will die before their time. We will fulfill purpose, oh God. As the list in the house of uh, house of David became like God, Father, we receive strength, capacity to journey further as we proclaim and declare that the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. Reign, Master Jesus. Take your place. Have your way. Oh, hallelujah. 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 May our life reflect your prosperity. May our life reflect your prosperity. Spirit, soul, and body. May we prosper. May we continue to prosper. And may we be, O oh God, a sucker, a light. May we become, O oh God, indeed, a seed that bears forth fruit unto the glory of your name. May through our life, O God, the nations may find gateway, entrance into your kingdom. Yes, may we, O God, become the gateway that men and women may enter, access your kingdom. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, we glorify you. Friends, rejoice this morning. We thank God for the clarity and the instructions of God this morning in our lives, in our space. 
I want to believe God that we will continue to advance in what the Spirit of God is demanding of us. Please, friends, continue to pray for me. I need a lot of prayer in this season. I need a lot of direction and resource to continue to advance the intentions of God. So thank you, everyone, for being part of what God, amen, is doing on our space. Once again, welcome to the Potter's Gate. If you have not subscribed to our channel, please do subscribe on uh, on YouTube, all right? We'll hope to see you again. Have yourself a blessed and a fruitful day. God bless you. We'll see you again. Bye-bye.